Conversations with gospel artists, pastors Our faith is what got us through all the troubles and disasters Indeed we fell short, but the Lord never passed us Our belief in God is the most important factor It's the Velika B Project You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project With your host, Velika B Lover of God, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation. Hello, Facebook family, radio family, Instagram family, all my families, all my social media family. I am excited. This is your girl, Valika B, founder and CEO of Set Apart Chosen, and this is the Valika B Project. I am excited to have one of my friends who I have been following for a while. Let me pop up his picture. I'm so excited. We have Rich Talbert, Talbert, we're going to get it correct, <laughs> Junior in the building. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. So I'm not going to even prolong it. What's up? <laughs> what up? What up? What up? What up? Though? <laughs> what they do though? <laughs> right, right. I'm excited that you're here. I'm so excited to be with my friend, and I'm glad that you have me on your platform. I'm so excited. You know, I remember who told me about you. They, Jarrell Small. That's who reached out, and he was like, "Oh, do you know Rich?" And I'm like, "Yeah." My brother is the one that hit, that is that's how it's connected. Absolutely, he know he can. If if I ever have any doubt about anybody, I text him like, "Drill, what you think about so and so?" Like, you serious? yeah, that's the homie. If he say no, it's a no. <laughs> you got to be connected with people that's gonna tell you the truth because you never know what you're walking into with this industry. You know, absolutely. Awesome. Okay, so I want to get to know. I want people to get to know you. Um, you are a New York City worship leader, base worship leader, correct? Bronx, New York. Bronx, come on, Bronx. The Bronx. The, Bronx. the only borough with the the. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So I see that you started growing up in the church singing. What what made you connect that you were going to be a singer or you just love singing instead of outside hitting the baseball and all that good stuff? Well, I wasn't singing. I was I wa singing wasn't the main thing that I was doing. Okay. At uh, make sure that I was playing the organ. Okay. 
I played instruments first. I played organ at a church, and then I played the drums with my dad. Um, I wanted to sing, but my father was like, "Ah, you a you going you a tober? We we play over here." Uh, <laughs> so um, I literally would be singing. The only people that really hurt me sing was my family. Sometimes at church, um, but the the it was the GI Joes and the the Hot Wheel cars, and Barbie dolls, and all of them. They were they were my choir. Yes. And um, I would be directing and singing to them a lot, a lot. And one day I got off the organ. I don't remember how it was. It was I think it was like 11, 12 years old. My pastor allowed me to start singing and leading. And my father found out he was like, he off the organ? <laughs> Back on the organ. But it was something I always loved to do. Um, and it was something that, you know, it with the other gifts, I, I still do it. I still play sometimes to write songs. Yeah. Um, I don't really play the drums anymore, but um, I singing was the thing. Singing was what I wanted to singing and preaching. That's what I was doing. Okay, you're preaching too. Oh, absolutely, yes. Come on! Oh wow! So your your dad was um, a musician, or he was a singer? Which one was musician? Okay. Yeah, my whole family, the whole Tobert family, are a family of musicians. Right. B threes, Hammond B threes, um, drummers. Like we, they, they, everybody's musical in my family. Right. Oh, yeah. wow. Now my mom's side of the family are the preachers and prophets. <laughs> yeah. South Carolina too. Columbia. Come on here, South Carolina. We love Carolina. Absolutely. Have you thought about doing any type of projects with your um, family? Uh, no, I've never thought about it. No. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's absolutely okay. Right. So, okay. So we, we touched on the beginnings. I really, I, I, I've been watching you for a while, but when you came on with JJ, I was like, how was that working with JJ Harrison? JJ is literally how people view him. He is humble. He is one of the most nicest people that you've met in the gospel industry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's important because yep. um, he literally is nice. He's just a nice guy. Um, he literally, we, I was at JJ's church. Mm -hmm. My brother's Chandler Moore and Timothy Reddick. We were doing like a campfire. My I love them. I'm I, so glad you said it because I wanted to ask you that earlier. I'm like, have you ever connected with them? Like Chandler? Oh, no, we do. We've done like for three to four years. We used to do something called the camp for, campfire music. That's right. Yep, you did. Um, yeah, and we were traveling with it. We went a lot of places with it. And we stopped, one of the stops was at City of Praise in DC with JJ. Okay. Uh, towards the end, like, first of all, Chandler is like amazing. Uh, he, he's, he stirred up in the back. He like, we have all of this stuff planned. We'll go out and Chandler will be like, we ain't singing those songs today. We're gonna flow and this is what we're doing. I love it though. I love that. It's just his sets when he do, it's just so, and, you know, like, it's just really like, Ooh, okay, I'm sorry. That's it. And yeah. my brother Timothy Reddick flowed and got yeah. and somehow I don't I think Timothy was like, no, we're doing miracle work tonight. I'm like, nah, it was my sing it was my single. People really didn't know it. Um, and I was just like, I don't want to do miracle work. So when we started singing it, to my surprise, the the people that were in the sanctuary, they knew they were like so happy. Um, yeah. and we did it for a long time. We drove the song. And yeah. um, and JJ was like, bro, um, I need a song like like miracle work. I said, take miracle work, do miracle work. He was like, what? I said, yeah. Let's 
Oh, you're singing it with me. And we're going to, we went to Africa and we did it and we did it at his church. And that was it. Like I featured the song. I, 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 you know, I wasn't even thinking, and I'm like, you know, you can have the song. I'm like, you know, he's like, no, bro, you know, you're leading it. Like, okay, cool. So I let the song and that was a blessing. Um, that put me out there. That gave me platform that allowed me to tell my testimony about yeah. God, work worker. You know, the song is more than a song. So yeah. it allowed me to be, you know, me. Yeah. But you know what? So many people have done it and they're still doing it. It's just one of them songs that it's like, even at my church, when I hear our, um, especially our youth, we have one guy there in tonight and he sings it all the time. And everybody in the building want to shout like for real. That's just one of them songs. Jesus. <laughs> it's just one of those songs. And, and we love it. And thank you so much for that as well. I'm grateful. Thank We're you. Appreciate it. So you like the worship flow, right? Absolutely. Since I was a little kid. Let's talk about worship. Why do you like worship? Tell um, me. About it. So uh, I'll say this. Before I knew about like what worship was or like writing worship music, because of course it's not a slow song, but be, be, before I knew about it, I would literally love, I was the kid that loved reading my Sunday school lessons. Mm-hmm. I love Sunday school. Like yeah. I love the children's Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved just, I was so interested in it. My, my sisters and everybody would be playing, my brothers playing ball, but I would be in there reading Sunday school lessons like weeks ahead of time. Right, okay. The whole book. Um, and that's important because the, me reading that, I fell in love with God as a little boy. Good. Uh, I would literally be crying and lifting my hands in church. And I went to, you know, I grew up Kojic. So a lot of that, it, uh, Worship wasn't like the culture. Yeah. Um, we danced a lot, and most of the time, sometimes my mother would be like, "Why? Well, like, how he know? Like, what are you on the floor bowing? Who taught him this?" <laughs> you didn't know. I, I, That's good. That's good. Yeah. It was. I, I didn't even understand it back then. Um, and of course, when I was a kid, my my CDs, my we would go to the uh, store. Um, FYI and Fi. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We would go to all of these stores here in um, New York, and my parents would allow us to get CDs. And my sister would get Bow Wow and Brandy and Monica. And I was over there getting Chris Tomlin. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good one, though. That, yep. right. Don yeah. Cannoli, you know, um, Don, Mo- I mean, Ron Cannoli, Don Moens. I, yeah. was, I was into that stuff. So I was like, you know, I would put on my CD player, my headphones. You know, a lot of people don't know what CD players are anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. put that on and I would literally just cry and worship God, like, God, you're awesome. God, you're worthy. God. And to this day, like worship has always been a lifestyle. It's always been just this connection, this exchange um, with God to me. Um, I love God with all my heart. Um, I literally found out that he was something that I needed. Yes. You know, someone that I needed, some place that I needed because he's everything. Um, So, that he's important to me. So I would literally um, and try to introduce other people to God and to like, and the importance of worshiping God, getting in his presence. Yeah. How there was peace. Like I was a little boy. I was in, I lived in Bellevue. I was in a mental institution and everything as a kid, okay. nine years old. So this boy that I'm telling you about literally was experiencing so much. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a dysfunctional family. My house just couldn't get it together. Yeah. Like I literally knew as a kid to run to the strong tower to a place yes no jesus as yeah. not a person but he's a place yeah 
he was refuge for me. So even when I was in the mental institution, I would literally find place Jesus in the mental institution where everybody was going crazy and running around. Yeah. I'm literally at peace. Like, how did I make it there for so long? Because I found the place. I found Jesus. Um, and 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 that's nine years old. That's ten years old. So that's good. That's good. You know, like I found the place. That's how I made it. I'm in this weird place with a whole bunch of kids that like are losing it, that are going crazy. I'm getting tests ran on my brain every day. And it's like, I would somehow think like, how, like, why am I always at peace in here? Why am I always at peace? And worship literally is that for me. Worship is understanding Jesus as more than just the Bible story. And and in Jesus more than just what you were taught. And mm-hmm. and it is that true encounter that you literally are even in a world and in a pandemic in this kind of place, yeah. you find a place yeah. and that is Jesus. So worship is important to me because once you get that knowledge of that God is sovereign, that God is in control, mm-hmm. that God is victorious, that God is a champion, that God is all knowing, that he's all yeah. powerful, all seeing, he's the beginning and the ending, you are more at peace understanding that he's in control. Absolutely, absolutely. Forgot, if you're just tuning in, my name is Valika B with the Valika B Project, and I am here with my friend Rich, and I'm so excited to have you here with me, sir. <laughs> Listen, you know, like we were having a debate because I'm like over the marketing at my church too, and sometimes it's not a bad debate, but sometimes it could go like choir versus worship, praise and worship. Right. You have those he- have you had the hiccups with that, like being embraced or like mm, have you had those? I of course. I, okay. I was listening to a conversation on Sunday where it was almost like gospel versus CCM. Um I've been sure with y'all on Sundays too. I'm uncomfortable. Sure yeah. I, I stay in there. I learn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's great. It, it, it's amazing in that room. Um, but it's a thing. It's still a thing. And it's almost like, you know, I'm, my mindset is we do both. Yes. Um, worship and praise. Yeah. Um, you know, even some of my brothers, Chandler and uh, Dante, like we, we do this, like we love to sing God and we love the instruments. We love the acoustics. We love, you know, just the pureness of it. And we also love church. Yeah. It, it is a way, it, it's a bridge. I, call, I, I told Chan while we was on the phone that I was like, bro, we are called to be a bridge. Yeah. I do both. You'll see me singing, um, leading with the choir. And then you'll see me, see me singing with just a guitar. And my album is literally both. Yeah. Um, it's nothing, you, you can't really put it in a box or a category because I literally have church in me. Like I worship in me. I like pure moments. I like still moments. I love all of it. So um, I really hope that we get to a place where it isn't no choir and CCM or worship and all that kind of battle. It all works together. Yeah. Let me tell you, because the reason I stay in the rooms, because I love to listen because I'm a problem problem solver. So <laughs> I created on my, um, what we're building and I have already created on my app and website, but February is going to be good. So I have a 24 hour TV. I always had a 24 hour TV on my um, right. website. But one channel is just for worship. Mm-hmm. One channel is for choirs. One channel is for um, Christian hip hop. Wow. Because, and they made a point, like, how are we going to bring the younger people back into the church? Or how are we going to bring them in? So right. I'm here to, like, I don't have to mix everything up, but I have an option for you if you go on my page. If you want to click this, go here. You know what I'm saying? So 
I, I embrace it all. I, I love old school choir. I love Christian. I have to make sure I listen to every word in Christian hip hop, though, because sometimes I'll be able to <laughs> And I definitely love worship. When I'm going through, I have to turn on worship. And let me tell you, like Chandler, yourself, I think I have you. You are on my TV. Um, you were at some church and it was like a 14 minute set. And you were doing like that's nothing but worship right there. Like, bruh, wow. it just flows. Like y'all be flowing. It just get me through. And it also get my audience through as well. So mm -hmm. I appreciate that from you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, let's talk about your music. We're talking about a little more about your music. So for instance, I see that you do have Dante on here and um, Get the Glory. You had um, Daryl Walls and you also had... Um, Oh wow! You had Benson Bohannon on here. Absolutely. How was that? How was that now? They Benson, <laughs> my brother. Yes. But I, when I, I, I put him on a flyer. He was coming to my recording. He was like, "What am I? What am I going to do? What am I doing?" <laughs> right, right, right. Trust me. He, he didn't even know what he was doing. He knew that he was doing something. It was literally the moment when we were in Never Be Defeated. Like I was like, "This is Vincent right here." Like. Yeah. And you know, Vincent, he also we win and all that kind of stuff. Like he literally is we like we call each other the, the never be defeated brothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Having Vincent come on the stage and literally scream and say never be defeated, that was an experience. That's my brother. And I'm I'm awesome. it's just so awesome how you can just bridge it seemed like you don't mind working with people. I don't. No. You don't have like a tunnel vision, like I'm only can work with just <laughs> like you really, and that's good. I'm glad. Thank you so much. It's right. Good. I don't live myself and I understand that I am both. Like I'm worship, I'm church, I'm everything. I never want to put myself in the box. The thing is, this is a, I'm going to let out something, but Miranda is on the extended version of He'll Always Get the Glory. I love her. <laughs> um, M Miranda too. She, Miranda's church, Miranda's worship. Like we, you know, I love artists and people that like that, that you can, you just can't put them in a box. Right. Um, Daryl is the same way. Yeah. Chandler is the same way. Believe it or not, the voice is the same way. Um, Dante is like, I, I love everybody that literally won't put themselves in a box. You know, when you just like, when people heard, isn't he beautiful? They were like, that's Dante Bo, like singing on his end. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, all my brothers, Vincent, all of them, they literally can do anything. I I don't want to put none of them. I don't want to be put in a box and I don't yeah. want my brothers to be put in a box. Yeah. And you named some amazing artists, uh, worship leaders, choir. Um, so Dan and Alive, name someone that you would love or would have loved to work with. Uh, you know, okay. <laughs> Who? Mahalia Jackson. Woo. I would have loved to have Mahalia sing a hymn. I would have loved to have a start off or held the power with me on my album. Oh, wow. Listen to hymns like crazy. And most of the times where I where I don't really know him, yeah. I'll Jackson sing it. That's dope. That's yeah. really dope. Absolutely. And you know, Black History coming up in February. Absolutely. I'm gonna, share, I'm gonna put some hymns on that page. My page. February. Yes, I, I'm gonna thank you. Let me make a note. I'm gonna pump that up in February. Black is. Yep. It's very important for our generation to know these hymns. 
Um, I, I love them. I listen to them every night. Sometimes I go to sleep to them. But Mahalia Jackson it would be the artist that I would love to hear. Wow. Wow. Now, the question, how do you feel about the direction? 20, we're in 2021 right now. The direction of worship, gospel, whatever we want to call our music right now. How do you feel the direction we're going? I feel like uh, I feel like if we tap in to what God is doing and I, that we this we will understand that it's so necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like the stuff that we fight about, the fight that we bicker about, the, the, all of that stuff won't even matter because that gospel, hip hop, rap, whatever you want, all of it can play into leading people to the savior. Um, and I and I feel like in this time, everybody needs a savior. Um, everybody is probably looking for one, but it's just our opportunity to introduce Jesus, introduce hope, introduce, which Jesus is hope. Like I, this is our time. I think it's a great time. Um, even most churches that probably would have three to five members in a church, and that's no shade, have a platform now to have hundreds of people watching their service, which is super important. Um, it's, it's, be super careful. Um, the, the foolishness that probably was going on can't really go on no more. Right. Um, let's, let's preach Jesus. Let's sing Jesus. Let's introduce Jesus. I think that is a very, these are the imperative times, um, very important times where it is important to understand that music, preaching, this year, <laughs> Even with what happened in the Capitol uh, last week, this is the year for us to take advantage and preach Jesus and sing Jesus. Absolutely. I yeah. agree 100%. I agree 100%. Yep. We all just need to come together and just, like I said, preach Jesus. Absolutely. I absolutely. I agree with you 100%. So can you let everybody know what you have going on for 2021 and what can we expect from Brother Rich? So I, of course, I'm the album is still. I'm still. We're still pushing and promoting the album. I still. I still want to do a virtual concert. I wasn't. I didn't get a chance to do an album release. So I'm, I want to do an album release concert. But I am recording again. Okay. Um, within the next month, uh, two months, um, I'm recording again, and I'm super excited about that. And I'm. I'm just excited about getting back. Even if it's not on a platform in the church, this platform, I'm excited about using this platform to uh, encourage people to not be defeated and that there's more. Absolutely. And when you get ready to have your concert, whatever, just tell your team to reach out. Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan. He, he's a homie. Just <laughs> having to reach out to me. I, I, I appreciate it. Well, I am so honored that you came on to my platform. Um, let people know how to follow you. And, and if you're watching his information, the website is below. But let everybody know how they can follow you for the radio audience. Okay. So you can follow me on all uh, social media platforms at Rich Tobert Jr. It's R-I-C-H-T-O-L-B-E-R-T-J-R on all platforms. And I have an album. My first album, my freshman album is out right now. Never be defeated. Um, everywhere. You can just get it anywhere. You can even go to YouTube. I just want you to be blessed by the message. That's it. And the message is dope, y'all. I'm sorry it is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, so please keep doing what you're doing. Please keep connecting with the ones you're connecting with because y'all are making a major difference. Wow. 
in the kingdom. And I promise you are. And I really appreciate you guys so, so much. And I appreciate you for coming on because you did not have to. I did. You're my sister and I love you. And I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. So, thank you so much. Guys, thank you so much for joining the Velika Beat Project. We will see you again on next week. God bless you and peace out. Peace out. Well, that concludes this episode of the Velika B Project with your host, Velika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed. The Velika